0: Welcome back everybody it's another episode of touched by horse i'm your co-host chris angel here with your host this week uh chris Chapman. hello chris welcome back to touched by horse
1: hi chris how are you today
0: i'm great i'm so excited to chat with you you i, I there's some kindredness in our spirits i feel because i just always enjoy your presence so can't wait to yes. chat with you here good um thank you you're so welcome so we're uh we're Walking through this conversation of um, Smashing Dishes, I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there, Smashing Dishes, and I wanna unpack what that means, what you're doing with it, who it helps, all that. So let's just start right there. Like, what do you mean by Smashing? What is this Smashing Dishes thing we're talking about?
1: I started this idea just very recently of um, doing workshops, mostly for women, but it could be for anybody. And I got the idea from... um, uh, a few months ago, uh, one of my classmates and I went to um, a place in Colorado Springs called the Rage Room, and it was set up initially for veterans mm. um, to unload their anger and their PTSD stuff. And um, I got to smash dishes. I got to smash a 1950s TV screen, a boxing wow. bag, punching bag with a baseball bat. It was just so... Um, cathartic in the semantic release of that anger I mean it was great fun it was really safe but it also started bringing up um, my old unfinished business of mm-hmm. different all oh, from my father to different perpetrators and things like that and so um, I've been encouraged as an artist and a equine gestalt coach to um, do art workshops for women and for people and for me I thought initially I know it's not true but um, for me initially I felt like that's so boring just to sit around and make paintings and I realized that my artwork has always been physical and proactive it's a very active physical process for me and um, so a friend of mine was asking me about my passion and I and I thought make an art on a physical level and then I thought of this smashing dishes thing that we had done and how good that felt to release anger and I think everybody's got pent up anger of at different stages of our life and um, and then the other part was to take the pieces of these dishes and glasses and the metaphors of picking up the pieces and um, bringing them into—I got this beautiful little sunroom and um, with tables set up and just and to rebuild the shattered pieces of our lives um, by making mosaics. And so that's colorful. It's creative. It's very spontaneous. And so on the surface, this is um, fun. But it's also deep process. And then if somebody really gets into some deep, unfinished, painful business, my horses are right out the back door. And I and I would be working with a co- coach, another friend um, so that I could go out with that person and my horses and do the gestalt work that they are the very specific Gestalt work that we might need at that point. And so um, I've done once, um, the reaction, the response from a lot of people has been really incredible. It's like everybody has at some time in their life wanted to throw a plate or gotten (laughs) so mad to smash something against the wall. And then you can't. And in this place now you can um, and nobody gets hurt and you know, all that yeah. kind
0: of stuff. So. I'm so intrigued by all, so many pieces. I, I think some of it, like like you said, in the, the uh, what was the room called that you went to? The Rage Rampage Room? Rampage Room or the
1: Rage Room.
0: Yeah, where like, where, where you might just, it might just start as like, oh, this is fun. Let's like beat the, the punching bag with the bat or you know, oh, this is fun. Let's throw a plate and break it into a thousand pieces. And the more you do it and you really give yourself to the exercise of it, stuff starts to come up. You never would have predicted would come up.
1: Yes. That's what, that's what ends up happening. It's very cathartic, very healing, very somatic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there
0: is, I mean, this is my own personal interest in things. I think that um, we are all powerful people. But I think we've buried that power so deep in, this, in, the, in the name of being polite, in the name of being good boys and good girls.
1: Just be nice. Just
0: yeah,
1: We're, yeah.
0: It's, it's toxic. We're all just so nice. And I think, you know what? This is interesting, but not to, not to make this political, but you can see in our politics right now in this country that there is so much nastiness that's coming out because we've been nice for so long. And I think that is just a... Uh, a glimpse of humanity.
1: Yes, I think it holds us back. I think that rage and that anger is leaking out in all kinds of sideways manifestations, mm. and um, mm. and it is toxic and it's very unhealthy and it makes people sick and yeah. makes them addicted and uh, right. and it destroys intimacy. You know the connection, the authentic yes. thing we have between each other.
0: Uh, yeah, I think the the choices we make. If we're stuck in anger, we and even if that anger is that anger is buried, the choices we make come from, I mean, the root of who we're being. You know. I agree. And I think if we get free, like so, we smash some dishes. We actually find some healing, some somatic healing, in the smashing dishes exercise with you, and and new new possibilities, new options open up that otherwise we wouldn't have seen for what we want to do with our life
1: yes you know and on an esoteric kind of level um it's very much related to me to quantum physics because Mm -hmm. smashing those dishes is just releasing energy pounding the pieces is just releasing energy Mm -hmm. um the the suppressed energy of the anger um explodes Mm. in that cinder block wall in my cow shed Mm. you know and then and this one lady that i had last week she said she just sat there for a while we just sat quietly and she was looking at all these shattered pieces and she'd even taken a sledgehammer and smashed them even more Mm. and then Because she still had more stuff inside of her and she just was smashing them. And then finally, it's like energetically she was complete with that. And and then she just, we sat there quietly for a while and, and I said, what's coming up for you? And she said, this is exactly what my life feels like and looks like the last year. Mm -hmm. and she'd been going through divorce and a bad business partner and i mean just all kinds of stuff it was her um house of cards falling apart Mm -hmm. and um and then it was so beautiful to just watch her pick up these pieces and put them together in a mosaic and she didn't any real rhyme or reason. She wasn't trying to make a pretty picture. Mm. It was just taking those pieces and putting them, gluing them on a board. And then, and then she wanted to take it home to remind her of this healing part. It, It was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about this. I see the applications for, um, Like uh, one of my topics is um, age will not diminish me in a culture that does. And it's like this suppressed anger of how sometimes us as older women and older men, too, I believe. um, uh, The anger we start feeling because we are diminished and our voices are silenced and not taken seriously like it is in other tribal cultures, for example, where um that others are honored um in this country we are not so you know it's one of the things i want to do um is to gather more people the the strength of more aging women and men together um to find our voice again and to speak our truth and to of that is smashing those damn dishes you know and then and how do we imagine this last, this next uh, couple chapters of our life? The next ten yeah. or 20 years. You know, I'm 69. I figure I've got 20 years, maybe. Yeah. To it's beautiful. consciously r- write the last chapters of my book of yeah. life. Yeah. Know? Yes, it's uh uh. It all fits together in my mind, anyway
0: we have friends from Sweden who, um, in Sweden, they say that grandkids are the dessert of life. Um, but I, but without, I mean, grandkids aside, if I think about, um, you know, the last, the last push, um, that people have that they're, you're, you're entering the dessert of life and to enter into that dessert of life in bitterness or anger or sour, or where you can't like just really take it all in. Everything you didn't get to take in before, you just get to decide, you get to choose.
1: You get to choose. You have a conscious choice at this point. Where most of us, you know, I didn't have any kind of a plan. I was just putting one foot in front of the other most of my life and life happened. And um, and most of it was very challenging, but I always had my spirit guides to guide me through. I never really was alone, even though I felt lonely sometimes. Yeah. But um, my daughter is pregnant. Um, and so I'm going to be a grandma for the first hey. time. Congratulations. And, uh, and I'm finding myself just getting so excited about it. Um, and I never thought I would, but I realized I've got one job, a karmic job on the planet. If there's only one I've got left, that is I love. That grandbaby, and to support my daughter, mm-hmm. no matter what happens, that is my defined job. And then yeah. if I do this other equine gestalt coaching and do my creative artwork, I couldn't ask for more yeah. fulfilling life at this point. So
0: I want to talk about. Um, yeah, it's funny how, like, when we we're kids, we're very innocent, and I think there's an opportunity. throughout life, but especially as we get older and older to um, revisit the innocence of childhood or to everything in the middle of life gets so complicated and there's all the rules and there's all the growth and the the things we're trying to get and do. But in in gaining wisdom as we get older, I think there's an opportunity to return to the simplicity of love, curiosity. Right. And I want to talk about uh, you shared with me a poem. and I, you have to remind me who it was from, but I read it and I loved it and I want to know that impact of that on the Smashing Dishes experience as well as like this whole thing we're talking about right now.
1: This poem, I've just learned about this um, poet and artist. She's a musician, a poet. Um, she's incredible. She's, uh, it's, her name is Joy Harjo. She is the first Native American Poet Laureate of America she's Bogey Creek and um, this poem just touched me so deeply because it's the for me it was the essence of the gestalt work that we do mm-hmm. and um, and it was ca- titled call your spirit back and it's um, I don't have it in front of me um, so I'm going to have to paraphrase a little bit but the essence of it is that when you are shattered all the pieces all the parts the kaleidoscope of all our personalities temperaments everything like that Um, uh, in trauma or abuse um, it gets shattered and scattered and this poem is about calling your spirit back calling the pieces of your spirit back as if it was invite it back as if it is a beloved child mm-hmm. and that those pieces will come back your spirit will come back um, in tattered pieces and in parts and it will be happy to be called back and that um, as they come together that um, your those pieces will want to be bathed um, in new clothes, put on new clothes, Mm -hmm. and invited back as if it's a beloved child. And um, that just, that poem just makes me weep every time I read it still. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everybody should read her poetry. It's very deep stuff, Um, but that, even the smashing dishes thing the gestalt parts in my mind right now as an artist i'm seeing all these pieces like stars up in the sky literally and um that all of those whether we're smashing dishes or looking up at the heavens whatever the stars um that all of those parts are we are part of that whole creation and i'm not talking You know, religious. I'm talking on a deep spiritual level.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Just bringing. So the smashing dishes allows it. Just a different venue for releasing those shattered parts, and then collecting them up in a bucket or a bowl. The symbolism, the metaphors for that, and then um, and then bringing them. Into this beautiful little sunroom that I've got, and um, and rebuilding those pieces in a creative and colorful and beautiful way. So that's yeah. the intention for everything.
0: I really saw when I so when I read the poem, and you described the smashing dishes um, exercise that you do, the work that you do with that. Um, I could really see that um, to call to call our parts. Back to us, the the parts we've lost touch with, um, because in our anger, to rec- call them back in in a, such a loving way that they feel welcomed back. That I think sometimes what we do to ourselves is we don't we don't talk to our parts or ourselves in a loving way. We actually shame ourselves. Things are never good enough. It should be better. We should try harder, and and it, those parts don't really want to return to an environment. And if they did return, they would return to something that wasn't cooperative, but was careful and anxious and I think
1: I'll be anxious and cautious and totally oh, I'm still not welcome here I'm, st- I'm still not safe here yeah so I love what you're you know the dialogue where this is leading to but mm-hmm. to create love ourselves enough learn to just even practice that even yeah. if it doesn't come naturally just but to create safe space yeah. For our own inner child to want to come back into yeah. our own bodies, instead of out there in someplace. Yeah. The That's
0: right. That's why I love the the mosaic part of your exercise, where we've smashed the dishes to release the anger um, and be self-expressed. But we then get to actually in a in a space of um, creating something. There's a creation in the yeah. mosaic, and and to do that. Um, there's ownership, there's, there's agency, there's I'm choosing to make something out of these parts. And I think it is a great um, gateway into understanding what it is to receive all your parts in their broken conditions to make something beautiful. And I think without, sometimes without the physical, like I'm gonna build something, you mentioned your art is very physical. I think sometimes without the physical art to, to commemorate something, it's all very abstract ideas, but I love that this just cements for people yeah. how to welcome yourself back.
1: Yeah, and and you know it stays up in your head. Um, you can understand it, you can explain it, all that stuff. But when it comes through, um, Renee Brown, it's a quote on my website. But she said, um, "The way from our brains to our heart is through our hands." And it, I really believe at this point, it, this process has to be physical. Um, you can't just sit in and, and talk therapy and expect this deep level of healing. And I think the Smashing Dishes workshops, um, are. Uh, it sounds silly, it sounds fun, it sounds really lighthearted, and it is safe, um, but it can go really deep. Um, in in human people, so I love that.
0: it's so good, Chris. So I love the work you're doing. If people want to learn more about your breaking, uh, smashing dishes workshops or any <laughs> of the Gestalt work you do, where do people connect with you?
1: Um, my website first is called Through the Eyes of a Horse com. Um, through the Eyes of a Horse, horse authentic self discovery mm-hmm. is my tagline. Um, and that's my website and my emails on there and my cell phone numbers on there. Perfect. Um, and they can call for a half hour free consultation. I can do on site coaching, uh, smashing dishes workshops with the horses without the horses. I can do phone coaching. Beautiful. Um, there's lots of lots yeah. of ways of digging in. Choose your own it.
0: adventure. It's so so exciting. That's so great. Well, I love what you're up to and what you stand for and um, the example that you are for people um, just owning, owning their voice and being who they really want to be in the world. So thanks again for a great, uh, great conversation. I loved our first one. This one was fun as well, and I look forward to many more in the future. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. I always
1: appreciate you very much. Take good care. Okay.